Ah, ah, ah. Don't touch that dial. Listen to Blondie, brought to you by the Watertown Players. Before we join the bumsteads of Shady Lane Avenue, let's gather around the bandstand for a curtain raiser from Juanita Eddington. Raise that curtain, Juanita. What'll I do when you are far away and I am blue? What'll I do? What'll I do? Juanita. This week's episode is being sponsored by the Watertown Players, your favorite community theater troupe for more than 30 years. You know, folks, in order to live a long and healthy life, you need to take care of yourself. I am probably one of the healthiest people I know. I eat plenty of fruits and vegetables, I walk 7.6 blocks a day, and most importantly, I listen to and do whatever my wife tells me to do. And do you know what the first thing she tells me to do every single week is? That's right, folks. She makes sure that I tune into the Watertown Players production of Blondie. She's such a smart woman. Married me, didn't she? The Watertown Players. Dedicated to enriching the lives of those in this and surrounding communities through creativity, expression, and fun. And now for our weekly visit with the Bumsteads. Tonight, we seem to have ringside seats at the Dithers AC, an athletic club sponsored by the great J.C. Dithers in person and managed by Dagwood's hero, the steelworker, Waffle Neck Williams. Keep your seats, folks. The main bout is on. 
an epic battle for the champion's belt between Lou Jovis and guess who? Dave Wood, lead with your left. Suck him, Daddy. Bumstead leads with his left. A light tap on Jovis's jaw. Jovis tries for Bumstead's head with a right and misses. Now Bumstead steps in with a one-two, right on the button. The champ steps back and Bumstead nails him with a looping left again. And a boy, Daddy. Jovis gives ground and Bumstead crowds him to the ropes. Men clinch and the referee steps in. They break in and now they're sparring for a moment. The champion, Jovis, looks tired and puzzled. Jovis is rushing Bumstead. Dagwood. Bumstead stands up to meet him. Oh boy, this man Bumstead can take it just as well as he hands it out. Battling Bumstead hooks a wicked right to Jovis's head and the champ is down. He's down. No, he's up. No, he's down. Now he's down on one knee. He can't get up. The referee. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's all over, folks, and there's a new champion of the world. The referee is holding up his hand. It's... The winner. Daddy! Dagwood! Dagwood Bumstead! Hey, Dag. Hi, Bumstead, just a minute. Come over to the mic and say a few words to the radio listeners. Here he comes, folks. Well, I... All I can say is, I'm a glad I won, and I did it for the wife and baby dumpling. Hi, Blondie. Hi, baby dumpling. I'm okay. You look as fresh as a daisy. How's that? Oh, sure. Fresh as a daisy. Hey, that's my dog, Daisy, barking. Hi, Daisy. Daisy, where are you? Shh. Daisy, you'll wake him up. What was Daddy dreaming about this time, Mommy? Hi, Daisy. I... I won the fight. Oh, fighting. That's why he waved his arms that way. I... I won the fight, Daisy. I'm the champion of the world. He says he's a champion, Mommy. Oh, dear. Ever since Mr. Dithers sponsored that athletic club, your daddy's been talking out of the corner of his mouth. And now he thinks he's a fighter. Tell the newspaper, boys. I'll meet all comers. Listen, Mommy. Now he wants another fight. I'm going to hide that turtleneck sweater he bought. He's got a checked cap, too, Mommy. That's all for now, boys. Gotta get home to the little woman. He says he's coming home. I heard him. He'll wake up tired out from that dream and hungry as a bear. <laughs> he's awake now, Mommy. Hey, where am I? You're home, Dagwood, on the living room couch. What? Let me get up. I... Ooh. Take it easy, Daddy. That was a tough fight you had in your dream. Dream? Oh, gosh. I... I thought... I know, dear, but it was only a dream. Can you stand up? Me? Uh, sure. That guy never laid a glove on me. I... Oh... Look, Mommy. He fell down again. You'd better lie there and rest up from your nap, Dagwood. Would you like a nice cup of coffee? Well, I... Uh, sure. I could sip a cup of coffee. Uh, is there any of that beef and kidney pie left over? Well, it's all cold, dear. And I'm not sure you ought to eat that again tonight. Why not? Uh, golly, 
I need my strength. All right, dear. But in your next dream, you might lose the title. The title? Uh, yeah. I had the title there for a minute. That was a swell dream, baby. I was in the ring with Lou Jovis, and the crowd was yelling, For you, Daddy? Well, mostly for me. And Jovis hit me with all he had, and it didn't hurt a bit. Boy, that's the life. Hey, Daddy, when are you going to take me to the fights at Dither's AC? Your mother says you're too young to go to fights yet. Well, but she went with you last time, Daddy. Yeah, but she didn't like it very much. Well, she didn't understand it so good the first time. But next time she will. She will? Why? She's been reading magazines all about different fighters. She has? Uh-huh. Here's one she was reading tonight. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Is the lady on the cover a prize fighter too, Daddy? Huh? Oh, uh, no, baby. She's a wrestler. Mommy says she's got too much muscle to be pretty. Yeah, it's the men who ought to be all muscle like that. That's what Mommy says. She says the men in that magazine have wonderful physiques. Well, sure. Have what, baby dumpling? Physiques. I guess she meant physiques. I guess all women are about the same. No matter how smart a man is, they like them strong, too. Uh, say, listen, baby, do I, uh, do I look kind of skinny to you? Oh, no, Daddy. Anyway, you're not as skinny as the man in that picture. This picture? Why, I should hope not. Why, this feller in the ad is a regular living skeleton. Hey, how does the magazine happen to be open to this ad? Was your mother reading this? Uh-huh. Read it to me, Daddy. Well, it says here... Are you a weakling? If so, read on. Read on, Daddy. Yeah, I... Huh? Read where it tells how the skinny man got turned into the tiger man. Oh, well, it says here, If your best friends call you Beanpole, don't give up hope. Huh, my best friends better not call me Beanpole, or I'll poke him in the eye. Would you poke the tiger man in the eye, Daddy? Who? Oh, this one with all the muscles? Well, I'd give him fair warning first. The tiger man was once as flabby and feeble as you, Daddy. How's that? That's what the ad says. Oh, yeah. It says here, I was once as flabby and feeble as you, but now I have the world's finest muscular development. Now, when I stroll on the beach, men stand aside and women smile at me. Gosh, this guy hates himself, doesn't he? Women smile at me. Well, I guess they do, Daddy. Mommy did. You mean your mother smiled at this big ape in the picture? Uh-huh. She said she was going to show it to you next time you were too tired to beat the rugs. Hmm. Well, this tiger man didn't get all those muscles beating rugs either. It says here he discovered a secret. Is he going to keep it a secret, Daddy? No, he says he's willing to share it with the world. He says, let me prove that I can add inches to your biceps right in your own home, or you owe me no money. How much do you owe him if he does prove it, Daddy? It doesn't say. It just says, send the coupon now for Big Free Booklet. 
Address Samson Powerhouse, the Tiger Man. Well, if it's free, I might as well see what Samson has to say. The other ads all have free books too, Daddy. What others? There's lots more ads in that magazine. Oh yeah, here's one about Hercules Hairchester, world's strongest human. He says, don't be misled by false claims. My plan makes you a He-Man and not a muscle-bound mammoth. Hmm. I think the best one is Flash Kinkfree. He isn't so big, but look at what he's doing in the picture. Where? Oh, here he is. Golly, he's knocking out four men at once. Uh-huh. See? They came up and got fresh with that lady with him, and he let him have it. It serves them right, too, getting fresh like that. Read about him, Daddy. Okay. It says here, could you defend your wife or sweetheart from unwelcome advances? I teach you how in the privacy of your own home. Mommy liked that one the best. She did, eh? Hmm, I see here where Flash Kingfree sells punching bags in full instructions. I always did want a punching bag. Yeah, but Mommy says Flash Kingfree never eats between meals. You wouldn't like that, Daddy. I wouldn't like it, maybe, but I could do it. Uh-huh. How do you mean, uh-huh? I could, too. In fact, I will. I'm going to buy that punching bag, too. Then let anybody walk up to Blondie and start flirting with her or something, and they'll get a surprise. What'll you do, Daddy? I'll do like Flash Kingfree is doing in the picture. I'll do it like I did to Lou Drovis in my dream tonight. I'll just haul off like this and... What's the matter, Daddy? My arm. I must have thrown my shoulder out in that fight tonight. Well, you weren't in training for it. No, but I'm going into training, starting now. Here you are, Dagwood. I fixed a nice tray for you. Tray? Listen, honey, I'm no invalid. Yet? Of course not, dear, but... And furthermore, I'm not doing any more eating between meals. Take away that food. What? Dagwood, aren't you feeling well? No, I mean yes. I feel fine. All I need is a punching bag and a good diet. Diet? That's what I said. Hereafter, I'm eating meat and potatoes at mealtimes, including breakfast. Uh, yes, dear, but don't you think... Nobody's going to insult you and get away with it. Why, no, dear, but... I'm seeing Waffle Neck Williams tomorrow morning, too. Are you, dear? About what? Well, he runs the Dithers AC and can fix me up with a sparring partner. Now, Dagwood, you'll come home with cauliflower ears or something. Oh, is that so? Well, maybe I'm more of a he-man than you think. Darling, I think you're wonderful. Only, you ought to take it easy just at first. No, sir. I've been taking it easy too long. Well... Good night, all. Dagwood, it isn't bedtime yet. It is for me. I want to see Waffleneck first thing in the morning before he starts to work. And I'm going to tell him I'm already in training. Mm. Take that. And mm. that. I'll teach you to get fresh with my wife. Oi, 
Who's beating up the punching bag? Two. Oh, uh, who's that? It's me, Waffleneck Williams. Oh, hi, Waffleneck. Hey, remember me? Dagwood Bumstead. Bumstead. Say, excuse me, Dagwood. Didn't recognize you're in them clothes. These are my ring togs, Waffleneck. Turn on the lights and take a look. Boy, what's the skirt you're wearing? That's no skirt. That's the trunks. I bought them from Iron Jaw Jones. Ah, they fit you're too late, kid. Listen, what's the idea anyhow? Oh, I'm taking up the manly art, Waffleneck. The what? The manly art of self-defense. Boxing. You, you mean you want to be a box fighter? Yeah, listen. I'm starting training, see? I'm on a diet and everything. Wait a minute, kid. Uh, let me sit down. I suppose you're a little surprised, huh? Y yeah, just a little. Uh, when I hear the bag going at 5 o'clock in the a.m., I think it's some slap-happy mug that can't tell time no more. Uh, when I find you in here, I'm more surprised, and now I'm practically amazed. Well, listen, Waffleneck. I'm sorry if I woke you up in the punching bag. Oh, oh yeah, that's okay, kid. But I have to get in my training before I go to work, see? Blondie won't stand for me being late to dinner or going out nights very much. Yeah, but uh, what do you want to mix in the fight racket for? Y you ain't the type, kid. Oh, I suppose you think I'm not tough enough for a fighter, eh? Yeah, now don't go getting sore, kid. Uh, listen, remember that time you was training for the track meet? Yeah, and everyone kidded me that time. Oh, I know. I was one of the kidders, too. And you saved my life that time. Oh, that's right. I know it's all right. Oh, swell. I, you could run a mile on nothing flat when you found me out cold from monoxide in me car. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here today. So uh, I, I'm for you, kid. Don't make no mistake. Yeah. Well, listen, Waffleneck. You run the Dithers AC here, don't you? And all the guys have to do what you say, don't they? Oh, that's no lie. Well, then, I'm counting on you to help me train and then to get a match. Jeepers, who wit? Oh, some good handy boy about my weight. See, that's the thing, kid. None of our boys is your weight. Well, I'll be putting on weight now. My diet will pack it on fast. Oh, I don't know. You ain't got a bad build, but uh, all my boys is big boys. Get somebody outside the club, then. Oh, I can't. See, a private club, and all the matches has to be made betwixt Dither's employees. Outsiders is ill-eligible. Okay, I'll get a match in some other club. Oh, no you won't, kid. I'll tell the mugs at them other clubs if they match you and you get hurt, me and my boys will drop by and toss their joint out of the street, see? Now listen, Waffleneck. You don't have to take care of me as if I was a little kid, see? I ain't gonna see you beat up, no matter how mad you get. You're as bad as Blondie. Yeah, Blondie's got sense and always did have. I know, but I don't want her taking care of me. I want to take care of her. Suppose some fresh guy came up and flirted with her. What would I do? You tell me and I demobilize the guy. No, I want to handle him myself. Oh, I get it. It ain't the fight game you're so hot about. It's kind of now uh, being handy with your mitts in case, huh? Sure, that's it. I'm a full-grown man. Okay, okay. Don't knock yourself out, kid. Now, will you help me? Yeah, but we gotta take it easy, kid. Look, I'll help you train only. No fights yet. No? 
No. Well, I... I kind of like to have blondies see me in the ring. Okay, but I don't want to see you carried out of it. Listen, I got an idea. Just at the first, we'll make you a referee. Well, I don't know. Hey, listen, a referee makes a good showing in the ring. He's the guy that tells the fighters where they get off, ain't he? Pushes in betwixt them and all. It's the job for you, kid. The big shot. Referee. Well, it would be okay to start with. Er, uh, when do I start? Yeah, right away. Today. Listen, there's a small private grudge fight on here today. Twixt Iron Jaw Jones and Bull Armbreaker. You be here and I'll let you referee that. Break! Break! Come on, break it up! Put him right down here on the couch, Mr. Waffle Neck. I'm... Uh, I'm all right. Leave me alone. All right? I never saw such a black eye in all my days. It was now kind of an accident, Miss Bumstead. I knew he'd be getting into trouble. Mommy, how did Daddy get a shiner? Never mind, Baby Dumpling. Take this money and run to the butcher's and get a steak. Okay, Mommy. What kind of steak? Tell the butcher it's for a black eye. I'll go get it myself. Uh, now listen, pal. You lie down and take it easy. Yes, Dagwood. Hey, look. Is that my new punching bag over there? Yes, it came today. You lie still and look at it with your good eye while I have a talk with Mr. Waffleneck Williams. This here ain't my doing, Mrs. B. Uh, me, I wanted to take a poke at the guy that hung that shanty under his eye, but... Uh, Dagwood wouldn't leave me to it. I'll take care of him myself. You'll do no more fighting, Dagwood Bumstead. I wasn't even fighting. I was a referee. Yeah, that's right. See, it was like this. Come out in the kitchen and talk. I want Dagwood to rest. Yeah, I'll rest up and then I'll go after that guy. Shh. Come on, Mr. Waffleneck. Yeah, thanks. Uh, you and me has got to get our heads together, Mrs. B. Now then, I'll thank you to tell me why you bring my husband home in that condition. Well, ma'am, see, it was like this, see. Dag comes to me this morning and wants me to match him in for a fight. Well, you didn't have to do it. Oh, I never done it. Honest. I try to give him the brush off and he gets sore. So I got a good idea. And Dagwood got a black eye. Well, it looked like a good idea. I'd tell him instead of being a fighter, why doesn't he be a referee? So he does. I didn't know you had fights in the afternoon. Oh, this was a private bout betwixt Iron Jaw Jones and Bull Armbreaker. Uh, both boys is members at the club. Well? Well, so they has quite a tasty scrimmage. Only except that Iron Jaw keeps fouling Bull and Dagger's referee keeps warning Iron Jaw. Iron Jaw keeps getting sore and sore at Dag. So finally, Iron Jaw hit Dagwood, I suppose. Oh, yes, ma'am. Dag goes down and out for the count, and I hop into the ring and take a poke at Iron Jaw. He was almost lynched on account of your husband. He's pretty popular with the boys, but uh, Dag come too, too soon, and he stops us. Well, I'm afraid those boys play a little too rough, Mr. Waffleneck. Hereafter, I don't want Dagwood around that dither's AC at all. Oh, no, ma'am. He ain't the type for the fight racket. But he's a game guy, though. Listen, 
Maybe you can make him back out at a challenge. What challenge? Well, it was like this. When Dag come to, he sends a challenge to Iron Jaw for a grudge fight to a finish. He must be crazy. Oh, well, he was fighting mad, Mrs. B. And according to the rules at the club, well, any member can challenge any other member, see? Oh, dear. What happens then? Oh, why, the other guy naturally has to accept the challenge and they fight it out. Dagwood will never back out. I know him. He's too anxious to have all the men respect him. Oh, yes, ma'am. But he, he won't have a chance against this Iron Jaw Jones, will he? No, he won't have no more than a snowball in the hot place. Can't you make the other man back out? Oh, I could beat him up myself personally, but if I done that, Dagwood would get wise and probably challenge me. He's awful touchy. Hey, listen at him punching that bag. Dagwood! Dagwood Bumstead, stop that nonsense. I got him in the other eye. Oh, help me pick him up. Here's the steak for Daddy's eye, Mommy. Run back to the butcher's for another steak. Daddy's going to have two black eyes now. Okay, Mommy. Here, Dag, sit down on the couch again. You didn't ought to stop no punching bag with your eye. Ooh, I just looked round when Blondie yelled and... Don't try to talk, Dagwood. Will you answer that phone, Mr. Waffleneck? Yeah, sure, sure. Now listen to me, Dagwood. Hello. Yeah, uh, this is his house. Huh? You've got to give up any idea of fighting, Dagwood. Anybody who gets two black eyes when they're not fighting. Okay, I'll tell him. Who was that on the phone? Well, it seems like it was Iron Jaw Jones. And he says to tell you that it'll be a pleasure to accept your challenge. Fight to the finish, he says. Dagwood, please, you can't. I can't, eh? I can too. Why, I'll kill that bum. I too. Dagwood, now what? Oh, it's his arm. Must have turned it out again. Two. This episode of Blondie is being produced and sponsored by the Watertown Players. The wait is almost over, folks. We are thrilled to say that we are just one week away from the Watertown Players Children's Theater Workshop's performance of Folk Tales for Fun. And boy, howdy, have these kids been working hard. The production will be staged at the Elks Lodge of Watertown next Saturday, May 1st. This multicultural play, produced in cooperation with Pioneer Drama Service, features both familiar and unfamiliar folk tales from Germany, Egypt, Turkey, and Liberia, as well as other exotic locales. Audiences will find themselves lost in the magic and fun of other cultures. For ticket information, go to the Watertown Players Facebook page without delay. The Watertown Players, dedicated to enriching the lives of those in this and surrounding communities through creativity, expression, and fun. And now we return to the Bumsteads. It's the night of the fight between Iron Jaw Jones and Dagwood Bumstead. In fact, it's almost zero hour now. And down in his dressing room at the Dithers AC, Dagwood peers at Blondie through two half-closed peepers that once were eyes. 
You might as well relax, Dagwood, and take off those silly boxing gloves, because a little bird told me that there wasn't going to be any fight for you tonight. Has Iron Jaw apologized? No, he hasn't. Then there's going to be a fight. Waffleneck Williams told me not to worry. Yeah, a fine second he is, trying to discourage his man. Where is he anyway? I don't know. He ought to be here giving me a rubdown. Maybe this is Waffleneck now. Come in. Bumstead. Two. Uh, hello, Mr. Dithers. Hey, how's the crowd up there? Big crowd. Too bad to disappoint them. Don't worry. You can tell the boys I'm in the pink of condition and expect to last. Well, anyway, three rounds, I hope. You're not fighting Iron Jaw Jones tonight, Bumstead. Oh, did he apologize for poking me in the eye? No, but he isn't eligible to fight in this club. He is, too. Any employee of the J.C. Dithers Company can fight here. That's the rules. Yeah, that's what I know, but Iron Jaw doesn't work for me anymore. Did he quit you? No, I fired him. Tonight. What for? I don't like him, but he's a good worker. That's neither here nor there. I fired him to save you, Bumstead. To save Dagwood? Yeah, you don't want him beaten to a pulp, do you? No, but... Wait a minute! You mean you fired that man Jones because he accepted my challenge? That's a dirty trick. Well, it wasn't all my idea. Your friend Waffleneck put me up to it. I won't stand for it. It's not fair. If you fire him, I'll quit. Blondie, reason with him, will you? No. Thanks, I... How's that? You won't? No, I agree with Dagwood. That man Jones has a wife and three kids, and he needs a job. Yeah, but he could kill Dagwood. And Dagwood wouldn't back down, and Jones wouldn't, so it was the only way. If Jones doesn't work for me, he can't fight here. Well, I don't want Dagwood hurt, but I don't want him saved that way. No, sir. I'll quit, and we'll fight out in some other club. No, you won't. Wafflenuck has that fixed. Okay, but I'm through. You can't stop me from quitting. I quit work in sympathy with Iron Jaw Jones. Listen, I thought you two had a grudge. We do, but not that kind. Now you go and tell him he's hired again, or I won't work for you another day. That's right, Dagwood. We'll get along somehow. Oh, listen, don't make me the villain of this piece. I didn't want to fire Jones in the first place. If you two can't appreciate what I'm doing for you, all right, Jones goes back on the job. Thank you, Mr. Dithers. Yeah, thanks. Jones goes back on the job, and you, Bumstead, will probably go to the emergency hospital. Two! Oh, never mind, dear. We were right. Now, I'm for you, Dagwood. Go up there and fight as long as you can. Yeah, it, it's time to go up, I guess. Where's Waffleneck anyway? A fine second. Hey, you bring that water bucket, Blondie, and the sponge, and plenty of towels. The main event of the evening Iron Jaw Jones versus Dag Battling Bumstead. Ten rounds to the finish. Two. Two. To the finish? Well, Bumstead, you're in the ring. Yeah, that's what I know. You got a great hand when you climbed in, too. 
Yeah, but where's the other feller? Why don't we get started? Now, don't let it rattle you, Bumstead. It's an old gag for one fighter to keep another waiting to make him nervous. Uh-huh. It... it works, too. Well, you would go through with this fight. You should have let Jones stay fired when I had him fired. Are you sure you told him he was hired again? Waffleneck took him the news. Well, why doesn't Waffleneck get back here? The fine second he is. Here comes Waffleneck now. Hey, Waffleneck, where's Iron Jaw Jones? He can't hear you. Give him a chance to climb up into the ring. Now he's up. Hi, Waffleneck. Oh, uh, excuse me. Quite, Dyg. I-, I got an announcement to make. Uh, y- your kind attention, kindly. I got here in my hand a letter from Iron Jaw Jones. Take the loudspeaker, Waffleneck. Uh, okay, okay. I got here a letter to read you all. To whom it may concern, I, I am Jar Jones, you might want to state that Dag Bumstead is a great man if ever there was one, on account of he saved me my job tonight, even though I was going to, to beat his ears down. Oh, is that so? Quiet, Bumstead. Yes, sir. And furthermore, I hereby state I got no quarrel with no guy like that, so I apologize for dotting his eye for him and hope there's no hard feelings. Uh, anyhow, I ain't gonna fight him. Signed, Iron Jaw Jones. Okay, Bumstead. Come out here in the center of the ring. Yeah, but it, he isn't gonna fight. I know. Give me your hand. What for? Uh, ladies and gents, when one fighter backs out of fight, and why well, young guy wins by default. So the referee, Mr. Dithers, will kindly hold up Dag Bumstead's hand. I am. Uh, ladies and gents, the winner... Dag Bumstead or this club. Yeah, it, it's just like my dream. Oh, Dagwood, you won. Well, yeah, but it was pretty sudden. Oh, Dagwood, don't tell me you're sorry you got out of it. Well, I tell you, once you get all keyed up for a fight. Oh, but dear, just think. Now you can break training. Now you can have your little midnight snacks again. Food? You mean real food like kipper herring on fried egg with mustard pickle and... You bet. Anything you want. Oh boy, what I could do for a sandwich. Come on, let's go. And so we leave Blondie and Dagwood of Shady Lane Avenue. We invite you to listen the next time we join the Bumsteads. Our next episode is entitled, The Gypsy Queen Adventure. Sounds like a hoot and a half to me. This week's episode, Dagwood Out for the Count, featured the voice talents of Carl Zarling as Mr. Dithers, Greg Coots as Waffleneck, Jim Steffel as the fight announcer, Tara Jones as Baby Dumpling, Blaine Landowski as Dagwood, and of course, Lisa Steffel as Blondie. This week's episode was brought to you by the Watertown Players. Looking for quality, affordable entertainment? Well, look no further, friends. The Watertown Players are here for you with each and every episode of Blondie. And more productions are always in the works, including the Watertown Players Children's Theater Workshop's production of Folk Tales for Fun, which will be performed next Saturday, May 1st, at the Elks Lodge of Watertown. 
This is your announcer, Jim Steffel, thanking you for supporting the Watertown players and our continuing episodes of Blondie. For more information on how you can help fund these fine old-fashioned productions, please text Blondie to 44321. That's Blondie, B-L-O-N-D-I-E, to 44321. Thank you and good night.